from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us. Dr. John Deloney, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney podcast on the Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today. We're happy to talk to you about your life, your money, your relationships. We're here to help you do life a little bit better. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Taylor starts this hour in Knoxville. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Hey, Dave. Hey, Dr. John. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I need some help navigating money and family. Uh, My question is, is it wrong for my husband and I to lie about our accomplishments and pretend to be broke in order to financially and emotionally protect ourselves? And I'm happy to give a little context with that. It's just cowardly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I own that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you guys? How long y'all been married, Taylor? So we've been married a little over a year, together for five. I am 32, and my husband is 35. So who's the twerp that's going to have a hard time with you succeeding? It's my family, uh, specifically my mom. Okay. Uh, so my, my husband and I have paid off over $100,000 in student loans mm-hmm. over the last three years. And your mom will and feel entitled to some of your money if she hears you're winning? Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Um, Almost like I've talked about this before. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, so she uses money to show love, but more as a means of control. And yeah, anytime one of her kids starts making money, she's got her hand out wanting some. Mm -hmm. And to clarify, she is financially well off and is not in need of any help. Um, And she has actually stolen thousands of dollars from me in the past when I had my very first job when I was 16 years old. And when so I confronted we're, her, we're, we're pretty much we're pretty much that. saying mom's got issues. Yes. Why do you continue to allow your mom to control you? Your thirties. Yeah. Um, I want to honor her as my mom. Uh, I don't think but, that's true. Can I? I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think that sounds good. It's a good church answer. Yeah. I think you're still trying to figure out what you did wrong when you were nine that your mom would steal from you. And you still think there's a way, there's a thing you haven't done yet that she'll find, you'll finally do it. You'll finally give her the amount of money. You'll finally do the thing and she'll go, I'm so proud of you and I love you. That's what I think you're chasing. And I think you wrap it up in words like honor thy father and mother. Honor thy father and mother does not mean. um, Honor their misbehavior. Exactly. Yeah. uh, In all honesty, I would love to just cut her off completely. I don't think I'm ready to do that. I think that's what makes it hard. Here's what um, you're giving her right now. You've given her money in the past. You've given her your um, life in the past. Now you're giving her your integrity. Free yeah. rent in your head. Don't give her your integrity anymore. Tell the truth. Yeah. And when she says, well, I want, like, no, we're on a budget. It's a muscle you're going to have to practice. You're going you're gonna to have to, you're going to have to it's like going to the gym. You just never done squats before. You're gonna have to start light, but you're gonna have to learn how to do squats. The first time you do it, your heart rate's gonna go, and your stomach's gonna go into your throat. The 80th time you do it, 
you're just going to be smiling looking at a poor pitiful lady who hasn't been able to control her own emotions yeah because that's actually what she is it's she's kind of pitiful you will never do a thing that makes her finally say because she doesn't have that she doesn't have that tool on her kit she can't do it she doesn't know how so you're dealing with an incomplete person who's got major major gaps and you, you cannot have any expectation that she's going to be th- anything other than that. And you just smile and go, no. Um, I mean, pretend like uh, she had had a stroke, okay? And she was, in, mm-hmm. in, and she was incapable of uh, behaving. You would just look at her and smile and go, gosh, that's a horrible malady you've got. But that still doesn't mean you get to come over here and, you know, throw rocks through my window. Yeah, and um, we... You we didn't hear to, any no, of that. No, you don't want to so bad. Why? You just kept driving. <laughs> Why? Uh, Can I... Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut to it. You're scared. You're going to haunt yeah. your marriage. Yeah. And at some point, your husband, if he hasn't already, is going to ask, why her over me? Mm-hmm. Why her over our future that we're trying to build together? Yeah, she's taking up a lot of space in your head. So this may be you guys, you may need to sit down and talk to somebody and work this through because this is a mother-daughter dysfunction that's pretty, pretty serious. And it's just, it's just manifesting itself in the money, but it's, there's a lot of other parts of this. And so, but the truth is you're not going to have peace hiding as a 30 year old hiding like you're some kind of misbehaving teenager, you know. I can't tell my mom I got good grades. You know, I mean, come on, what? So, because she she does not have the capacity. She's a diminished capacity as if she's had a stroke. We'll just call it that, okay? And and it affected her ability to be a good mom. And so you just treat her like that, and it's kind of sad, and it's kind of pitiful. And But it doesn't mean I can't tell her the truth. Mom, you know, if it comes up, but you don't need to go in there and go, da 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 well, look what we did, because that's not going to do it either. But you just if it comes up, you just go, well, you know, hey, we – yeah, we paid off some money, but I don't tell, I don't sit down with uh, anybody and go, look at what I did. Yeah. How does that even come up in your house? Yeah, really? Well, uh, when whenever me and my husband go, which is less and less frequently now, um, if I need to go to the restroom or leave the room, they will corner my husband and straight up say, how much money did you make this year? What are you making now? Hey, hold on. But, but all you say is I had a good year. I don't, I'm not going to yeah. give you those numbers. And you smile real big. Yeah, I don't, I'm going to tell you that. It's none of your business. Yeah. Or when you come out of the bathroom, go, hey, mom, dad, we don't talk about our private financial uh, matters anymore. We just don't, we don't put those numbers out into the world. Those are private. Those are ours. And if they can't honor that boundary, then they're asking you, well, we don't want you here. Yeah. Right? That, that could be the exit that I'm looking for. No, well, it could be, but that would be them running you off, not you yelling, I'm leaving until you learn to behave. That's not yeah. what we're ta- telling you, okay? Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to talk about my sex life with you. I don't want to talk about my, like the dollar amount we made last year. Yeah. I don't want to talk about any number of things. That's for us. It's not for you. As I started having grandbabies, I have had way more information from my children about the arrival of children <laughs> I'm sure and how have. they got here yep. than I wanted to know. <laughs> I'm just telling you. So I, I, just, I just assumed we went her direction That's, and just said, you know, y'all, y'all just keep that to yourself. I really don't want to know some of this. I, I, I just know. want to see the baby when it comes. I'm Thank happy. you very much. I'm happy.
I don't need to know about the practice. Nope. Thank you nope. very much. Nope. It's all good. But, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's the same stuff. You're exactly right. You're exactly I, I, right. I, I'm it's not going like, to tell you about that stuff. No. no. Papa Dave don't want to know. Nope. Papa Dave don't want to know. I'm just saying. I want to meet the baby. That's, I just show Just tell me what the name is and tell me what the sex is when it's appropriate to tell me. And then tell me when I can tell people that. And then I will. And don't tell me unless you want me to tell somebody, unless you tell me not to tell them. I need America to know I had a great joke that I didn't just use. You didn't use it. Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When something in your home breaks, remember the Neighborly done right promise, which is it's not done until it's done right. Download the Neighborly app today and schedule your appointment, and you know you're going to get great service from a great company. These are good people. From Neighborly's network of local home services. All right, today's question comes from Flustered in Florida. Sounds like a Dear Abby What, what would your name be, Dave? <laughs> Handsome in Nashville. Devilish, devilish Dave. Yeah, today's question comes from Flustered in Florida. My wife and I have been married for nine months, and for the last three months, we've been working the baby steps. We each came into the marriage with debt. Our total combined debt was close to 50000 50, bucks, but I recently cashed in a whole life policy that was worth 22000 We've used it to pay off all our credit cards and a small student loan that I had. Had no problem using this money this way, even though most of the credit card debt was hers. The way I feel is, we're now one, and so is our debt. However, she feels very guilty about taking this money. It makes her feel indebted to me. I hate to make her feel like she needs to pay me back, since I don't feel like this at all. Do you have any advice for this situation? What do you think, man? Uh, well, I mean... Yeah, it's it's a discussion of a view of marriage. You know, you're not in debt to your spouse ever. You're all into your, you know, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. I mean, if you get the flu and she makes you chicken soup, do you have to pay for it? In sickness and in health. You know, if she, if you're laying in the bed, you know, sweating through a fever because you got the flu, and uh, she's working. And she's taking care of you and, you know, so forth. Do, do you have to write a check for that? Right. You know, no, we took, we took on each other's burdens where our goal, once we walk down that aisle is to serve each other the rest of our lives to do everything we can to make the other one's person, person and life better. And, uh, that includes, we took on each other's debt. We took on each other's income. We took on each other's assets and we took on each other's crazy parents. Yeah, I, I, I don't think flustered in Florida. I don't think you can make your wife feel anything. I don't Agreed. think you have that kind of power. Agreed. Um, and my guess is she probably grew up in a home where anytime somebody had to do something for her, whether it was buy her a new pair of shoes or some jeans or get her to school on time, she was made to feel like she was a burden to them. And so now she's married somebody who loves her and is all in. 
And she doesn't have the, for lack of a better term, she doesn't have the script for that. She doesn't have the wiring for that. And so she's going to have to choose on her own to feel that discomfort and realize you're not holding this over her head. This isn't an ROI. In fact, I, Dave, I told talked to somebody recently who's had a relationship struggle, and he said the person that he was with was listing off all these things that they do versus. And I said, once you get into list, once you get into ROI mm-hmm. comparison, your your relationship's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's an important conversation to have mm-hmm. because it's way out of whack. But man, once you start keeping tabs, um, that can be the death of a relationship. And she married someone that doesn't do that. And so she's going to have to learn how to not feel guilty every time she needs some some support, some yeah. love, and some care. Well, th- this is just a – it's a philosophical view of a proper marriage relationship. Right. And the philosophical, theological view is I no longer own anything. We, we do. own everything. And um, that's training that you can decide to do that. We. I tell couples all the time, when you get married, your pronouns change. It's not mine and yours. It's ours. It's we. ours. It's we. It's, we're French. We, we. Right. You know, and so it, everything's a we. It's a pronoun. is a, a plural now. Uh, and I'm not talking about pronouns out in the crazy world. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm right. talking about out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And just go, we had some debt. We paid off the debt, which is how flustered feels. But his wife didn't feel that way. Right. And so. Uh, I think we just talk about it out loud and go, look, the right way for us to view this, both of us, is that everything that's mine is yours and everything that's yours is mine. There's not any yours and mine. It's ours. And uh, if we can get there and start using our intellect as an act of our will to practice that and practice thinking about it that way, um, then, uh, uh, you know, it changes everything. I'll give you an extreme example out there for those of you listening. I mean, Sharon my wife has not earned an one dollar of income other than consignment sale clothing <laughs> since Denise was born and Denise is 38. Mm-hmm. But we have had a really good income during those 38 years, right? You know, or 36 or whatever she is. But I mean, you know, but we have an income. The Ramseys have an income. Uh, I technically earned all of it. It's technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for the part where I get to go to work all the time because she's doing all this other work. That's right. Yeah. But, um, you know, that, so it, it, you can't really bifurcate all that and it work out any other way. So we have an income. And, you know, and Sharon Sharon will use that. It took a while, but, you know, she was like, hey, you know, you're making pretty good money. No, we, we are, are making, making pretty good money. Good money. Yeah. We yeah. are. We make enough for us to buy that car that you're going to drive. Right. You know, and you really got to kind of practice it, yeah. especially when there's a single income family yeah. or when one of you brought more assets to the table. In his case, they used his whole life policy to pay off her credit cards, but it's not his and her anymore. Once you get married, it's ours. Here's another side. I, I made this mistake. Um, I bought a car with cash. I don't know, five years ago. And we didn't take a note out on it. I just bought the car and went down to the courthouse. But I put it in just my name, and it never occurred to me. And it, my wife said, "That makes me feel like you went and did a thing on your own." And Mm -hmm. it never even, it never even. No, no, no. This is ours. All this is Mm -hmm. ours, right? Mm -hmm. And so even, even the going back to the courthouse and changing the name. This is John. Both of our names are on the title, Um, which cost a little money. It's yeah, but it's but it's an important. It's an important thing. Very important. Yeah. Very important. Well done. So it's something flustered. You've been married a whole nine months. Um, 
And so uh, it's something you, it's a muscle you guys can grow into and learn. It's very possible. You're going to be just fine, but it gives us a chance to get up on a soapbox and tell everybody how to do it. Corey's in Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Corey. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? Good. Uh, well, me and my wife, we're looking to move from Virginia to North Carolina. Uh, we have a toddler that is three years old, so we're looking to get uh, to a lower crime city um, and somewhere with better schools. So we currently don't have any debt other than our mortgage. Uh, we owe about 240 on that. We can sell our home for around 450 here. Uh, we would be looking to purchase there for five to 600,000. Um, we'd be looking to roll probably 175,000 um, from our current home in. We also have 125,000 total in savings. So just trying to get an idea of, is this a smart move for us to go ahead and make, um, taking, you know, our emotions out of the situation and how much would you put down if it is a good situation? I put down everything I had except for three to six months of expenses. And I would put the payment or put the mortgage that you take out on a, uh, 15 year, as long as the payments no more than a fourth of your take home pay, then you can afford this. Okay. And I think you can, All right. I think it, I think it fits in your numbers. I think you're just fine. Um, you are moving to a less expensive real estate market and still moving up in house, by the way, and blaming a little baby. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> I would much yeah. rather. Hey, I, I, Dave's on to something really important. I think, for the sake of your relationship with your kid, I think it's important for you and your wife to say, "Hey, we want to move for a better because we have some goals for our life." But during that stress of moving, that stress of getting new driver's license, it can be real easy to look at that kid and slowly start to resent that kid. We're doing this for you. No, you're not. You're doing it for y'all. And the kid. Yeah, one new schools too, of course. But also, it's for y'all. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's how that works. Yeah, just, I mean, it's, it. all of it's fine. But you did move up in-house in a cheaper real estate market. Um, point being, you didn't have to, to, to accomplish the school goal only. But that's okay. You can afford it, I think, Corey. So I'd probably go right ahead. I just watch my... I always try to think about how I... What what I used to reason my way through that and was that was that reason process factual? And that's why I'm challenging you just to help you with that in the future. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. 
Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Lee and Nicole are on the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, great. How are you? Good. Better than we deserve. Where do y'all live? We live in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, I love it. What Mm -hmm. a great town. Beautiful. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. How much debt have you paid? We paid off $462,000. Whoa! Yeah. How long did this take? (laughs) Forever. 50... 53 months. 53 months. Mm-hmm. And your range of income during that time? We started out at about 180 mm-hmm. and then up to 305. Wow. What do y'all mm-hmm. do for a living? We're veterinarians. veterinarians. Oh, very good. Yeah. Both of you. Yep. Both of us. You own the practice? No. no. Oh, but, but both of you making 100 and a half, 80 yeah. cow or yeah. thereabouts. Huh? Yeah. Good for y'all. Student Thank loans? You. It was. Yeah, those vet loans will get you, man. (laughs) Big old student loans. So bad, so bad. I took a call last week from a guy whose wife was wanting to go be a veterinarian. He was trying to, he was an accountant. He was trying to figure out if it was worth it. I was with you, yeah. Yeah, I said, it was worth it. It's worth it, but you got (laughs) to really think it through. (laughs) 400, so you've been out of school five years, I'm guessing. Uh, Four years. Almost nine, nine years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. what happened after, uh, you know, at this, it looks like about five years ago, this thing Mm -hmm. blew up. What's the story? So... It started in 2015. That's when we graduated vet school, and each of us owed probably 170,000 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were put on an income-based repayment plan, as mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. And you know, at six and a half percent interest, 170,000, we weren't even covering the interest. Not no. even. Yeah. Not and even. So close. between between 2015 and 2019, our loans went from 170,000 to well over 200,000 mm-hmm. in, in each. Print. So each double <laughs> and so it was early 2019 um they didn't do a lot of math in vet school but even you knew that yeah, was backward, too right? much. yeah, yeah. We, we, we we had no plan to, to try to tackle this we had no, absolutely no it idea was so what stressful to do. for sure and thomas griner um he's a vet he was our classmate he and i were working together and early 2019 he invited us to his church to attend fpu Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, she was really excited about it. Um, <laughs> I was very hesitant. I was like, you know, we make what we make. What's this Dave guy going to tell us that we don't already know about money? Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so early 2019, we went through FPU. Um, we actually missed week nine, the last one, because our son was born. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. uh, him coming into the world, it just kind of changed Changes, everything. You know? oh, like, yeah. we, we that was get, the icing on the cake. Oh, yeah. We, we got to get rid of this yeah. debt. Yeah. You know? And we don't want him to have to go know, through what we did. Go through <laughs> what we did. We want to be able yeah. to pay for his college one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was born uh, in, in early 2019. Mm-hmm. We had like $1,000 worth of cell phone debt. Uh, twenty nine thousand between two, two vehicles, cars, yeah. and the remaining four hundred thirty two thousand was our student loans. Mm-hmm. And so and it was it was like late twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, we started in on my half of the student loans, and uh, we still we still didn't even really know if we could do it. It seemed like such a, a huge mountain. Yeah. yeah, and then such a timeline. Early forever. early twenty twenty COVID. Yeah. Thanks COVID. <laughs> it helped us so much. So, you know, we, we got the, the pause on the interest, and that's when we just really we were able to threw, threw everything go through we could everything. And yeah. y'all were essential, so you kept working yeah, like crazy exactly. people. Worked more yeah. than, yeah. yeah. And you weren't part of the 99.9% no. of Americans who just sat. Y'all exactly. Kept, y'all looked we at this as an through. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It saved us probably eighty ninety thousand $90,000 of interest. You know what? I bet it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, over five. That's pretty tough. That's right, because yeah. you hit it exactly right yep. in stride. Right yeah, yep. that's amazing. We started the loans just before COVID just hit. Before COVID. Y'all. 
Yeah. Wow. And then wow. early this summer, we actually decided to move to Greenville. Mm-hmm. We, we had been living in Georgia the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we sold our house, took some of the equity from it, and paid off the, the, the rest bit. of her yeah. her loans right before the payment started back. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So yeah. per- perfect timing. Yeah. And then took new new vet jobs there in yep. Greenville. Jobs exactly. In Greenville. Yeah. Are y'all working the same practice? We actually we are. are. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Large animal, small animal? What? Small. Small. Mm-hmm. Small animal. Okay. And now y'all are 300 plus with no debt. That's mm-hmm. right. We got to get a house again. So yeah. we're, we're, that's where we're ha- we're headed. We're next. in three B now. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. Way to go, you guys. That's a yep. different house when you don't owe four hundred thousand right. dollars. Right? It that's is. right. It's that's gonna right. be better. Well, you don't need a bedroom for Sally May. <laughs> no, that's, right. that's uh-uh. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Way yeah. to go, y'all. Thank you. You gotta Thank feel you. like I can do anything. Like you got a superpower. Yeah. It's a weight. Weight. Weight going for sure. Yeah. Wow. All right. Hey, can I can I ask you a hard question? Sure. I want you to speak on behalf of everybody in this industry. Okay. Um. And I say this industry, that's not true. In with this mindset, mm. millions of people go through FPU and they know I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people that make a lot of money mm-hmm. that think, ain't nobody gonna tell me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're real smart and they got mm-hmm. a lot of fancy letters after their name and yep. some huge yeah. frame diplomas on their walls. And a huge student loan debt to go and with it. A huge student loan debt and they can't breathe and they're arrogant at the same time. Right. What finally got through to you? Because yeah. what you said, I hear that all the time mm-hmm. from my medical doctor buddies, my my nurse practitioner buddies. What's like, this Ramsey guy? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's that? Oh, okay, just, just live on less than you. Okay, man. Like, that's a, that's a hard thing to get through that ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was, um, you know, just going through the class, uh, it all made sense. And, and when, I, when I actually sat down and figured up the numbers and yeah. did the calculations, it's like, yeah, this would work. Like mm-hmm. all, all we've got to do is do it. We have yeah. to set our mind to it and just mm-hmm. do it. Just plow through and go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When, once I actually ran the numbers, that's what flipped the mindset. It, for me. It's so daunting looking at the big picture like that, and then if you kind of scale it back and do one step at a time, like like the baby steps show, yeah. it's it's much more manageable. How do you sure. eat an elephant a bite at a time? Exactly. That's, right. yeah. that's, that's it. it. Way to go, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank you. proud of you. Who was yeah. che- who was cheering you on, telling you you could do it? Um, so Thomas, of course. Thomas Griner. Yeah, yeah. that yep. got, got us go. started. And then uh, our good friends, Marcy and Eric, they're watching. Hey. Yep. <laughs> and then my parents as well. Yeah. All right. Very good. Anybody roll their eyes and say you're crazy? <laughs> A so lot a of it, of yeah, them. yeah. It, it came up uh, quite a bit at work, and we we sure. were just mentioned, you know, what we were doing, and some people were like, you know, yeah, that's cool. Some people looked at us like we had six heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. what? You're, you're throwing ten thousand dollars a month out the window, you know, mm-hmm. when you could be buying a bass boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, and for going yeah. that many years of retirement savings, it's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fifty three months. I uh-huh. mean, you've been scratching for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is real. Yeah. And do you have the junkiest car pulling into the uh, <laughs> to the parking lot? Well, not really, because that was part of our debt, right? <laughs> so, oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. A, a stupid move is like six months before I graduated vet school, yeah. I went and bought a brand new F-150. Of course. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's yeah. required. Yeah. I had, yeah. had to have it. It's required. <laughs> yeah. I've still got that truck. It's 10 years old now, but it's paid yeah. for. Yeah. 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 Well, treat it yeah. right, and you can give it to your child when you turn 16. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Great job, Lee and Nicole. Way to go, y'all. We've got the uh, Live and Give box for you. It has in it the uh, Baby Steps Millionaire's book. You'll be there in a minute if you're not already. And, uh, of course, the Total Money Makeover book as well and Financial Peace University, which did it for you guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, you guys can, um, of course, give that to somebody or 
go back through again, whatever you need to do. All of this is for you to enjoy or to give away the Live and Give box. So congratulations. Very proud of y'all, heroes. Thank you. Thank you, you kicked it, man. That's a long run right it there. Is. It's a yeah. big deal. All right, Lee and Nicole, a couple of veterinarians in Greenville, South Carolina these days, making four or paid off four hundred sixty-two thousand in fifty-three months, making one eighty up to three oh five. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free. That's how it's done right there. It is amazing that uh, for a math nerd like me, that when you crunch numbers and can see that you can do it, how math becomes hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody thinks of math being hope, right? But when you go, wait a minute, I can do that. The first time I ever saw $100 a month invested from age 25 to age 65 at you know, in a decent growth stock mutual fund becomes one million one hundred seventy-six thousand dollars. The power of compound interest. I thought I could do a hundred dollars, and I'm only twenty-two. That's the first time I saw it, and I thought I'm going to be a millionaire. This is really going to be me. Bing! Math gave me hope. It's imagine. It's amazing to me how many very very smart people don't sit down and do that very thing. Because like him, he just ran the numbers, and then he thought he's a smart guy. He's like, oh, I, I can. Do I got it. a path now. Right? I can do it. I can see it. This is the Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Alex is in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hey, Alex, how are you? How's it going, guys? How are you? Better than we deserve, sir. What's up? Hey, so I am 20 years old. A little backstory about me. Um, I am actually married. Um, I know it's quite a young age um, with my beautiful high school sweetheart of five years. Um, my father and my grandfather, unfortunately passed away just a couple months ago. Wow. Um, they, they mainly helped me when it came to finances, even though they were still heavy plastic swipers. Um, my, my mom kept my dad's debit card away quite frequently because of that reason. Um, my wife and I are kind of just at a standstill right now. Um, we, the way we're saving money, I just feel like isn't right. Um, we, we make about, uh, about $76,000, $78,000 a year. We both do patient transport at the university hospital. Um, and uh, we don't have much saved up. Um, and we're just kind of, we've got about $22,000 or $2,200 in debt, $22,000 including our cars. Um, we just bought our first home with a condo. Um, and we're just kind of seeing what would be the best way and where we should start paying our debt off. Okay. All right. It, it, um, sounds like you've got the opportunity at a young age to really start, uh, a whole plan and implement every detail of that plan to get you to where you want to go. And, uh, right now all you're doing is just trying to make sure we keep the lights on, keep food on the table and nobody picks up anything and repos it. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Instead, yeah. instead of a plan, um, instead of a plan, you're kind of in survival. Did right? your, did your granddad or dad leave you any money? Um, no, they did not. Um, they, yeah, the, the, this is all of our, all of our money when it comes to, um, with the money that we use for like down payments on our condo and for, you know, down payments on our vehicles and stuff has been a hundred percent self-earned. We haven't received any money. We haven't loaned any money from family or anything. So I want you, to, I want you to internalize really deeply in your heart what Dave just said. You and your wife at a really young age are deciding to change everything about how y'all do marriage, how you do money, and 
what your kid, when he reaches to be 20, when your daughter reaches the age of 20, what their life will look like because of the decisions y'all make today. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's a right. huge deal what you're doing. I'm proud of you. Yeah, way to go. Thank so you. Very, Thank very you. good question. The way your where your mind is, the way you framed the question is you're in a really good place. So what we do is we, we have a class called Financial Peace University that's nine weeks long. And uh, about 10 million people have been through the class now uh, okay. o- over the last, you know, 30 years. And so, uh, and it's, of course, the class has evolved and has gotten better over time. And, uh, but, but in its current form, if you go through that, it's everything you should have been taught about money uh, before we let you out of school, you know, but nobody teaches uh-huh. it hardly. So we're, we're going to give that to you guys as a belated wedding gift. And I want you to go through the class with your wife. Both of you attend. Both of you go to the nine lessons. Both of you buy off on here's what we're going to do. You join hands. You get a very clear, high-definition picture of where the fu- what the future looks like and what the price has to be paid to get to that future. And when you do that, you'll go do it. And you're going to be in a position to, you know, again, like John said, be you'll be very wealthy. Uh, you haven't made any huge mistakes. You haven't been thrashing around. And I think that's the gift your granddad and your dad gave you. They didn't give you any real insight in where money comes from and how to how to think big about it because they didn't have any. Uh, we know that because they didn't leave you any. But the uh, uh, but they did kind of keep you tempered to where you haven't gone crazy like a lot of the people in the public have gone so you've not got a way huge piles of debt you know you've got not gone you know some silly numbers in the numbers you gave me there, there's some trouble there there's some problems there but there's nothing nothing bad nothing super bad so if you'll address the stuff that's there that we teach you and go do this you're going to be in a really really good position hang on austin will pick up and we'll get you signed up and get you guys to go through that at 20 years old God almighty, I wish I'd gone through that at 20. Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Be awesome. (laughs) Natalie is in Logan, Utah. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Oh, my gosh. Hi, you guys. This is so exciting to talk to you. My heart is racing, which seems to I'm in my living room, but I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Well, we're excited to talk to you. How can we help? Okay, so... I am a mom. I have two little boys. I've got a three-year-old and a five-month-old. And so ever since our three-year-old was born, we've put a small amount of money to the side for his future. And so what I'm wondering is I recently found out about 529 plans. So I'm trying to figure out, we've already have some money saved up. And so it's like, what's the best way to invest that for our children should we invest it in stock should we put it in cds or i guess what do you think about 529 accounts that's really what i'm what i'm wondering here well 529 is used for education it grows tax-free which is wonderful and we always recommend you put that in good mutual funds that you control uh 529 in other words what we're suggesting is mutual funds and the way it's treated for taxes is dictated by 529 and just like IRA is not a real investment, IRA is how an investment is treated for taxes. And so um, that that's what you're looking for here. So if you're saving for a kid's college, 529 is the way to go. And uh, you can mm-hmm. learn about them. They're really easy to learn about. Just go to 
you know, go to RamseySolutions.com, click on Smart Vester Pro. You can sit down with some of the folks that we endorse around the country for helping people with the heart of a teacher with their investments, and they can help you get that started. How much have you been putting aside for these kids? So both of my boys get $40 a month, so it's $80 a month that we put away for them. Okay. All right. Not bad at all. Good. And so, yeah, they can yeah. sit down with you and help you put that together. And, um, you know, that that's going to turn into some money. I mean, you're, it's going to end up with some money there. The, uh, the, an ESA is the 529's cousin, uh, the educational savings account, same thing by mutual fund and qualified as an ESA. Uh, the maximum on it is $2,000 per year, which would be $166.67 per child per month. And if you did that from zero to 18, you'd have about $125,000, give or take, in there, in that 529. Uh, You would have only put in uh, about, let's see, 2,000 times 18. You would put in about $36,000. So you got about $90,000 growth that's tax-free. And so that, that from a, for fully funding a baby at $2,000 a year, $166.67 a month, that sets you up. And that today would send you to a, an in-state school for your undergrad. That would take care of it. What is, uh, what's the max on a 529? It depends on the state. 10000 a year usually. You can okay. put more in it than you should. Okay. Or sometimes you can load it up like three or four years, put, put 10000 in, and then quit. Set it and forget it. It'll grow. It'll grow up to be enough then, and you don't you don't have to keep adding to it every month the whole eighteen years. And I've heard recently that there was adjustment made the last couple of years that if you're you end up putting enough money in the five twenty nine, your kid goes to college that they can roll that into an IRA at some point. You can move it to a Roth IRA, but the limitations on it are pretty severe. So I really wouldn't. Do, I mean, think that way. Yeah, I, I would more likely move it to another family member to go to school. Okay. Uh, more than likely, it's going to be a better use of the money, but because the, the formula they're using to uh, what you can move and how long you have to wait to move it and all that, uh, yeah. you know, they, tr- there was a good idea and then they mucked it up with too many rules, but the, uh, um, but either way, it's still a great place to save money for a kid for college. Uh, if you're, if they're not going to go to college, it's not a great place because it has to be used for education for someone or that $90,000 in growth will be penalized. And so you're not going to, the fact that it grew tax-free, all that wonderful idea is gone if you don't use it for that. So you got to make sure that that's what we roll up for. But here's the thing. I have never met someone. Oh, by the way, if you, if the kid gets a scholarship, you can take that much out of the 529 and pay no taxes on it at all. So if your kid gets a $2,000 scholarship, you can take 2000 out of the 529, put it in your pocket. Uh, that's always been the argument. What if my kid gets a yeah. soccer scholarship or is a genius? You can, you know, if you get a scholarship, you can take it out. Uh, But here's the thing. I've been doing this 30 years. I have yet to run into a single person. Call me up and say, Dave, you told me to save up for my kid's college, and I hate it. I hate you. I screwed up everything. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show.